Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode... 94. 94. 94 was a good year, I think. What I'm saying. I think it was a good year. I don't remember. 94, I'm saying. Yeah, 94. Um, I don't know. There's a whole lot of... You know what? That's another Yeah, I was going to say something. That's another story. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wade Ford. Wade Ford. Wade Blogs. Joining me as always, it is that time of the year. I said this every week, right? Um, Pumpkin Spice, uh, Sorry Not Sorry, Undeniably, Unapologetically. Always. Always, Ari. Ari. What's up, everybody? And still on world tour. (laughs) Forever. Never ever. She is here, everyone. And once again, thanks to everyone at Radio Ready Studios for the crystal clear clarity. Um, we got a lot of comments about the the audio from last week's show. We think we finally got a a foolproof system here going. So hopefully, y'all enjoy this. But without further ado, um, let's get into what we like to do. What y'all really came here for? Something we call the rundown. 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 Of course, you everyone knows, everyone in hip hop knows this week Meek dropped his album Championships. Mm-hmm. Is it Championships or Championship? It's one I thought it was Championships. championships. Okay. So he put the S on his chest. So that was all the talk this week on the internet. Um everyone had an opinion on it. And um, everyone had a pain on on probably the most popular or most talked about song, um, "What's Free." Um, I believe it was like track four off the album, featuring Rick Ross and Jay Z. Now I'll be honest with y'all. When I first it's got, it's five. Yeah, it's track five. Okay, track five. Mm. When I first got the project, because I didn't get it on Friday, because I, I wanted to wait, because I'm not a big Meek fan. Like, like I like him as a person. But like you, <laughs> I'm just saying, as a person, he's cool. But his music, I said before, he screams a little bit too much for me. That's just me. He, yeah, he had been toned that down. Yeah, yeah, I, I peeped that it was pro- this project. Um, yeah, he had been toned down. And then wins and wins and losses. He was spazzing all over that joint, but not spazzing like yelling. Yeah. Just you know, good good content in various categories. I'm going to say. Yeah, when I first got this album, the first thing I did is I went to that song, What's Free. Like, I, I, I skipped over everything, What's Free. And then I, then I thought about it. Doesn't this prove Swiss Beats right? You remember Swiss said he didn't release that song because if he released it, that's the first thing everybody going to do. And what's the rest of the album? Yeah. This is exactly what Swiss was talking about. I think that's what a lot of people did. When the project came out, they immediately went to number five. Mm-hmm. And then right after, whenever, however many times they played number five, eventually went to number nine, which yeah. is the him and Drake feature. So let's let's get into what's free. Uh, opinion wise, I, I don't, I don't like the sample of um, Biggie's "What's Beef." 
I understand it for the purposes of the song, but that that beat is so menacing to me. It's such a dark beat that I would I would want something darker than that on it. Now don't get me wrong, the song knocks, but that's that just beat is like it's death. It's bars of death. <laughs> and and they didn't give me bars of death, they gave me freedom. Mm. <laughs> they, gave, they gave you enlightenment. Yeah, they um, they they lectured me and and gave me sermons. Well, hold so I, so ultimately, you feel like it just shouldn't have been that sample at all. Yeah, because for that particular topic. Yeah, that sa- oh that sample is so, mmm, mmm, like mmm. And I, and I get it. He flipped the hook and all that stuff. He should have had Puff on it. I think it would have been dope if Puff would have came and said something. Well, just like, no. you know, that would have been dope. I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Puff, Puff has ruined songs for me. Yeah, um, yeah. He's made some songs greater because he spoke on it. But at the same turn, he's ruined some songs for me. Like on... Uh, on a side note, like Nipsey Hustle track that he's on where he's just talking mm. throughout the song. Yeah. I can't listen to the song because the more the song goes on and as soon as I I'm like really diving into Nipsey's verses, he's just like, Let's go. Let's go. Keep going. Let's talk. And I'm just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm trying to hear. <laughs> That's the same thing on the Nasir album. You know, he's on that first song on Nas on Nas's last album. And he's talking, I'm like, yeah, Puff, we don't need your, you, you on this song. <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes his commentary messes a song up. But in cases like Hate Me Now, like, that boosted the song for me. Yeah. I was just like, oh, shit. He did. Like, he's he talking, you know, it, it, it sounded great. But on that particular song, um, yeah, I could do without Puff. I'm okay with the sample. Like, I agree with you in the regards that, like, anytime I hear that song and that sample, it's dark to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because at one point in time when we were sitting in the studio, me, Benny, and I believe it was Bills, we were just talking about songs and certain songs that we love the beat, but we would never, ever touch mm-hmm. simply because of, you know, the artists that did it with like what they did to it. What's Beef came up. Mm. I didn't feel it was an untouchable song. But see, here's the thing. I felt like like it could be touched. But I didn't know whether... Like, I I, I didn't... When I heard it, it was like... When people were talking about it, it was like, I healed... They over the big was beef sample. I'm automatically expecting, you know, bars of death. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Perfect. Like you said, it's just it's just that type of song. When I heard it, I didn't think it was a 
uh, injustice, so to speak. I felt like it it matched with the concept with what they did. I I can see your point there. I I can see your yeah, like yeah. I echo your exact sentiments. I I think the song calls for some darker lyrics, but when I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool. I don't have that much of an issue for it. You know what I mean? You're right. But yeah, I definitely think it calls for something dark and menacing and and violent and stab you in the face with no <laughs> type, type not in the face. Like, like, it, it calls for that. Like it's that. Really? It's it's that. <laughs> Big ain't even stabbing nigga in the face. He's going a little bit too far. But in it's, the face. it's that though. To to me, that beat it's like like Alchemist production. And I know the Alchemist didn't do it, but it's like that to me. Mm. Well, Alchemist has done some songs that are not menacing, though. I mean, yeah, he's done a couple of... of, of he did, um... Did he do Hey Love? Are you talking about for LL? No, for um, Mob Deep. You know that song ain't have a 112? Hey Love? Oh, 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 oh. I'm about to look Shit. it up now. You forgot I that, believe, Joy, yeah. I believe he did. Let me check. I'll check on that. Okay. But um, the other thing that trips me out. Damn, I just lost my train of thought. Fuck. Mm. Um, um, listen, listen to that. Oh. All right, big. I don't need to hear you. This is violence oh, right that's here. What that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. You know what it is? You know what I think with a kid that beat for that? Uh, this is violence right here. This is I threw you to the front of your car. Broke your nose. Shoot him in the face. In the head, in the chest. Shoot him again. Oh. Uh. Like shot your mother. <clears throat> this is right. It's not the whole sample. Right, right. It's not the whole sample. They basically have what we, what me and uh, Mess have come to refer as the biggie snare. Mm. Like that was the main aspect that gate that gives you that sample was the snare. It wasn't the whole sample. It just sounds well, ultimately I think I think Justice League would have gave a great beat. For that concept had they had the opportunity I, I mean a lot of people would, I think a lot of people would have gave a great beat for that concept I think and once again it, they did it right it, it, it's not to the point where I'm like they shouldn't have touched that beat it's just to me when I hear that beat I think of violence I don't think of uplifting my people you're ready to stab in his ass socket yeah I'm ready to stab you your mother everybody like it's <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> like you know what I'm saying <laughs> Oh, my mom's ready. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, Big did say was talking about, you know, killing the nigga mom on the track and the chorus. 
that's a chorus. That's not even the verse. That's that's a fact. <laughs> now I think about the song. Yeah, like yeah, he did. He did say that. Your mom ain't safe to walk the street. Yeah. Dude. Mm. Have another nigga spot your car because you already know what it is. That's, that's <laughs> like, a fact. Yeah, that nigga's expensive. Um, just to run back the Hey Love track. Yeah. Mob D. Yeah. Havoc actually produced that. Ah, Havoc. The HAV. Havoc's dope too. He don't get enough credit. He does not. Not as a producer, he doesn't. But continue. Yeah, he definitely doesn't. But continuing. Um, Everyone talks about Hov first, and, and, and G, you brought up a point before the show, and you posted on Facebook. Like, we talk so much about Hov verse, Ross is just getting swept under the rug. Exactly. It's like, it's like, and it's the opposite of what happened to um Ross. Remember the BMF track Ross had? Um, I think I'm Big Beach and all that. Yeah. People, people forget Styles P was on that record, too. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you don't think, it, you forget all about Styles P was at the end of that song, like. And Ross yeah. was talking shit. Ross was talking big shit. So, yeah, you're, you're right. It's, it's one of those situations like when I when I posted it on Facebook, like I, I'm not disagreeing. Hove spit like arguably the best verse of his career. Mm, that's tough. That's tough. That's a tough comment. Yeah, like a lot of people haven't took it there. I'm I'm gonna take it there. A lot of people is like, yo, he got diversity years, O's verse on that album is dope, this and that. I'm going to say arguably O spit the best verse of his career. Mm. Is it's everybody always wants to give Hove songs. He has songs. Talking verses. My favorite Hove verse up until this one. Was his verse on Diamonds on Kanye's uh, remix? That was yeah, that was crazy. That was, was to high. me that was my favorite J verse. Just high. just a verse, not a song. I don't want people to take this out of context and be like, oh well, he didn't spaz on this, he didn't spaz on that. Most of the time, when people are gonna bring up stuff that he spazzed on, they are his song. Right. I'm talking about just a verse. You're talking about a, just somebody, a feature. Yes. When he was featured on somebody else's project, and he went off on a verse. Mm, just a feature. That's what I'm discussing. Ooh, hold on. This is that's a this, mm. yeah, yeah. That's a whole different topic, right? Your favorite whole feature. I don't. Hove has so many. I mean, because you can go with yeah, you can go exactly. with um and keeping it on exactly. keeping it with big. You can go with I love the dough. Mm. You know what I mean. I think one of yep. my one of my favorite underrated whole features, and we're ha- this is totally not even on the rundown. We're just having a conversation right now. Yeah, about Hove. I know. Stop. Boom. It. She don't like Hove. One of my favorite. Yeah, we all know. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite underrated whole features is Hove on on Four Long Blaze. Oh, that verse. Oh, when I rock Jules ain't to impress you. What the fuck, niggas commenting on my shit for? God damn, Hove. That's why they call Move. Mm. <laughs> That's why they call Move. Oh shit, we might actually have to do that. The top, the top whole feature. Nah, y'all doing that? <laughs> Look, a. <laughs> Look, a. Y'all on your own. At, at some point, you have to accept it, yo. Hell no. Coming to the church. <laughs> <of Hope. laughs> Listen, it's still fucking. 
Yeah. Look, I tweeted. I tweeted this and I reluctantly tweeted this. I said, At least you're loyal. I know, right? <laughs> I reluctantly tweeted. I said, listen, because of this verse, I have no choice but to say Hove is the greatest MC of all time. Mm. I don't I don't think there's any question at this point. Mm. Bruh, I, I've been fighting it for a while and I've had numerous conversations and, and, and contestants. <laughs> we- After this, on a live, like literally right now, living and breathing, mm-hmm. he got it, yo. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... And I think the gap is, is far. I would say the next runner-up would be Nas for me, but Nas' last project... Nasir Nasia and and understand Nasia the bars were impeccable, but it's just it's the combination of things. Nas suffers from the MC disease where he's so nice he thinks he can rhyme over anything, so he gets with a known producer, and Kanye's on crack, so his shit is fucked up. Oh shit! <laughs> the way you just snuck that shit in there, like if if, if you put <laughs> like why you just gonna look that shit? <laughs> we gonna ignore that right now. That's what I'm just saying. The words of Wade. That way. <laughs> I'm just saying, if Damn. you put, if you put, if you put Nas with Scott Scorch, and he's not even, you know, what I'm saying a Nas producer. You put Nas with Alchemist. You put Nas with Primo. You put Nas with Salam Remy. You put Nas with a producer. You expect greatness. All right, Salam Remy and Primo. Yes. Please do not put him with Scott Scorch. I'm, Scott I, Scorch I just is, threw him out. I just threw him out. Yeah, that's a different. Uh, I just I just threw it out, but you put yeah, you put Nas that, with that's rehashing a lot of yeah I know right yeah yeah you put Nas with I don't Remy? know oh, oh we already heard what Nas and Salam Remy sound like man <laughs> you give me that again that unorthodox man oh my god but for Hove to I was talking to this and I've had this conversation I've had this theory for a long time Hove's worst song ever is probably Sunshine. Soul. Think about that, and that's not a bad song. <laughs> um, that's not even a, that's his probably his worst song ever to me. And it's not. I don't. It's not the even, funny part is I don't skip that song. <laughs> you don't skip that's, Sunshine. <laughs> I skip Sunshine no, that's, every time. That's, that's why. That's like a sad hole. That's that's, <laughs> that's definitely like, that's, on that album. That's like a sad hole. Right till you get to B sad. That's definitely. Um, I hate the fucking video though. The ex- but it fit in for that time period. It did, but they gave him the fisheye lens, they and def- you know, Hove already got the 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 big lips and everything, and it, it just didn't look good. <laughs> it was not a great presentation. But you might be right. That might be his. I'm 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 gonna have to actually research that as think, far as his best, his best features and his worst song. I think because I feel probably. like he had I feel like he has a song that's worse than that. And yeah. uncut nation, I, I will uh, admit some. Blueprint three, mm. I never listened to. You know, so ooh. hold on, hip hop so confession. <clears throat> Cause y'all got yeah. me about. I listen, never listen to Life After Death. Um, you never listen to Blueprint Three. Nah. Mm. Blueprint Two, nah. I can understand. Blueprint Three. Mm. Nah, Blueprint Two, I heard. 
And because of Blueprint 2, when he dropped 3, I ain't want to hear shit. I can understand Blueprint, that. Blueprint 2 should have just been one single disc. It should not have been a double disc. Agreed. Because he had I some agree. good songs up there. Yeah, I will go. He had some cuts. Yeah. But I will go to my grave with, with that sentiment. Ten toes down. That should have been a single disc. It would have been it would have been so great if he would have took the, the the songs that most people know off of Blueprint 2 and it would have just been a one disc to follow up what he did on Blueprint. It would have been phenomenal. So I can't say that at this point Sunshine was his worst song because I haven't listened to his full catalog. I have to listen to three before... You know, I rebuttal with that sentiment. Well, keeping keeping in line with that, there's a sentiment. There's a um, a sentiment on, on growing online that's saying Ho's verse from Juvenile's Ha was his worst verse ever. <clears throat> I, I don't. I don't think so. I've tried listening to that verse a couple times. I don't think that's his worst verse ever. You talking about when you say when he was on Juvie? Yeah, when he did the Juvie remix with Ha. People are online no, saying this is his worst verse. No, that wasn't that wasn't his worst verse ever. He he spit the worst verse. <laughs> it was unexpected, and for the time that it was done, I don't I don't think it was well timed. This what threw everybody off. This is like it's a New York nigga jumping down on an old track. And it's just like his voice at the time didn't didn't blend well with the beat. His flow didn't blend well with what Juvie had already done. But what he said, uh, if I remember correctly, you know, for the time period was was understandable. Oh yeah, Hove told a story in his bars, you know. Um, I'm 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 saying it to myself while I'm, while I'm talking to you. Like I, I liked it. I still like it to this day. I think it stands the test of time. That's that's what a lot of material we get from that back then. It doesn't stand the test of time. Like if you listen to like I said, when you listen to Ready Di- Ready to Die with 2018 ears, you're like, oh man, this is horrible. He says a lot of yeah. a lot of questionable shit. <laughs> it's it's mostly. I think it, it, for that for some of those songs it was the production, but mm. like the the him and Meth joint, yeah. the uh, me and my bitch, give me the loop, like all of those to me still rap. I'm sorry, like um, I can't remember anybody before Big actually telling a story on a song as two different people. Mm. I might be wrong. You know. But me personally, I don't remember anybody doing it before Big. Um, somebody who doesn't get credit for it is uh, shit. Uh Damn, I just lost it. Oh, it's a Philly cat. 
I had the project called Many Faces. Mm. Don't worry. I, I'll grab it. It'll come in a minute. But um, when he did the whole album, he Tracy didn't do Lee. just a song. Tracy Lee. Tracy Lee. There we go. Thank you. Tracy Lee. Yep. Um, he did the whole album as different versions of himself. I remember that, yeah. And it was a great album. It was a it was it was a stellar album. I had never heard anybody do an album that way. The next person who tried to do it was Cassidy. And when the people were talking about well he's doing the uh what was it? The the hustler and something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he did it, everybody was like, Oh, he doing an album. I was like, it's already been done from a nigga from his city. <laughs> like, that's yeah, that's so a fact. So nobody remembers it. But, but I think Trace Lee because a lot of people is before the current, you know what I'm saying, cognitive time. Remember he had he had what song he had a party? It's party time. Yeah. Yeah, that joint. Most people didn't check his album out. Yeah, it, and that was it was unfortunate because the album was dope. That 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 particular album, it was dope. It was extremely dope. The funny thing about it, I remember I have the single still. That is party time, but I have the second uh single. Uh it's called Repent. And Repent was a little darker. It was a little morbid. And it has the instrumental on it. And listening I've listened to the instrumental timeless times. And I'm going to spit over that instrumental and nobody's going to know where the beat came from except for, you know, a select few. Because that beat was so fucking dope. And what he did on it was dope. Except, you know, but, all, all of Uncut Nation right now because you just told everybody. <laughs> huh? Except all of Uncut Nation because you just told everybody. Oh, well, shit. I mean, it is what it is. If they can find it. That's true. You know, if they can find it at this point. I have the actual hard copy CD mm. <laughs> that has it on it. I haven't seen whether it was Googleable. <laughs> but, but we're getting totally ironically, off topic. Ironically, he has a another album coming out, but I know we off we way off topic. At way this off point. topic. Getting back to Meek and his album Champions, a lot of people, and this is caught up in the moment, and I, I completely understand it. A lot of people are saying this album is album of the year already. Mm. Now, we have an album of the year show coming. And I'm going to be honest. It might not make it. It's been a good year for hip hop. This is a good, solid Meek album. I like the album. There's a couple tracks I don't like that everybody likes. Like, I'm not feeling the fab track. Which surprisingly, because I'm, I'm a huge Fab fan, but I think yeah, I'm about to say shit. Nigga. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge. Everybody knows I'm a huge Fab fan. What up, Fab? Uh, I'm not feeling that track, and I think it's just because of it's it's too Latin, too Spanish for me. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it gives you that Spanish Latin vibes, and you're talking 
that guala, that guala guala stuff and all that good stuff. And wait, I'm, are you saying you have a problem with the Spanish culture? Not at all. Orale, viva <laughs> raza, and all that good stuff. I'm just saying I'm not that immersed in it. I know I'm from Oakland and all, but I'm just not immersed in. You know what I mean? You know how like New York New York dudes love Dominicans and all this. I don't know. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. So I think you the time or two. <laughs> nah, nah, I just never, never done, never messed with it. So you know, I'm not that immersed in it. So I think it was for that crowd. It's for the Spanish. It's it's called Uptown Vibes. I think the track is called something like that. And um, I'm just not that immersed in the Spanish culture. Yeah, Uptown Vibes. I'm just not into the Spanish culture like that. So it doesn't it doesn't do nothing for me. Uh, the track with Cardi. Cardi's flow has gotten a lot better from from when we first paid attention to her from Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. Her flow was very, very deliberate. She almost, I almost want to say she she took it from Meek. I want to say she bodied Meek on this verse, on her on verse. I really want to uh-huh. say she did, because Cardi sounds impeccable. Like, I listened to her on the way here before I got to pick up A, and I was like, yo, this shit sounds really good. Like, this shit sounds really Is fucking good. What? Is that how you felt? I didn't hear it. You didn't listen to it? No. No, she didn't listen. She wasn't listening to it. But I, I'm telling you, Cardi's verse sounds really fucking good. If you if you're a Cardi B fan, go listen to that track. It's track number four. It's called On Me. Um The intro was good. It had a Phil Collins sample, you know, I could feel it in the air. Which um Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. The, I mean, that sample is overused in hip hop, I think, but still, it was it was still a good flip of the sample, so I'm still good with it. Um, a lot of the beats, a lot of the beats have were beats we we heard before. I mean, sampled a lot of beats, but then I, I had to think like some of these beats are like what's beef is if you think about it, what's beef is like 20 years old, so it should be yeah. it should be able to be sampled. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just. To us, we're like, oh yeah, that was yesterday. Nah, fam, that was twenty years ago. <laughs> look, look, stop throwing my age in the mix. <laughs> now, we'll say he has a track. Um, there's a couple tracks up there. The track with Future, I wasn't feeling like that. That was I wasn't feeling that track. Um, I don't, I don't feel too many tracks with Future. I don't like Future. I never have, and I, it's. Future has rarely done anything that I really like that I can be like, yo, I like what Future did. Or I don't, I, I don't. Future has I, moments. I, I really it's moments. Future has moments. Like sometimes I hear Future song, I'm like, oh yeah, this is hard. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't even. Nah, I'm good, fam. <laughs> Not at all. Nah, you're talking about number seven. It's called Splash One. Yeah, that that I wasn't feeling that like at all. Like, yeah, it got Future, Roddy Rich, and Young Thug on it. Yeah, it wasn't that? That was not. I would skip that song just because of the names on the. <laughs> just the lineup. <laughs> just the lineup. You're like, oh, these these things on this song? Nah, I'm good. Baby. Yeah, I'm not listening to this. Yeah, but I listened to it. To I just wasn't. It's a couple. It's, it's a, overall. I think it's a good project. Um, Meek changed up his flow a couple times, which I think helped him because he he's like I say he's not screaming as much anymore, and he actually. There's certain parts where he, he double times his flow and it sounds better. He should rap like that more often. Just in my opinion, it sounds better. Now, I know, I know for a fact the Oodles and Noodles Navy joint he performed. I think I'm gonna say on late night. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 
So, let's propose a question. Is this Meek's album to finally break him out of the glass ceiling that he's been under? I think so. I don't think just the album, though. I think what he's doing around the album. Because it's it's very similar to the Cardi B situation. We saw we saw Meek fall with the Drake situation. We saw him at his worst. And we watched yep. him go to jail. We and we rooted for Meek. And we watched him climb out of that hole. So now like everybody's like always oh, support Meek. Like we were watching him rise. We we're invested in it as a character. Like it's a movie. Like we're invested in the character. So people well, are supporting so people are supporting Meek. And I'm the same way. Like I've always liked Meek, but I was like, hey, he's okay. Now I'm like, yeah, I fuck with Meek. I fuck with it. I want to see him do good. Yeah, like, the thing, I, and as much as social media has been buzzing about the project, and which is why I haven't been on it as much because I got tired of seeing the repetitive tweets and posts, but when, like, think about it. Well, I'm posing this question to Uncut Nation because where you say how you felt about it. Right, right. <laughs> Meek has never really dropped a project that wasn't solid. Yeah. Yeah. He he really hasn't. It might not have been it might not have been a project that was just like, oh shit, like you gonna jump out your car for it while it's playing. He never dropped a project like that. But he's always dropped a project that's like, yo, he can rap. It's solid. He's solidified. But he hasn't, he's never really dropped a breakout project. And I think this might be it. Even if, even if this isn't the project, just that song alone with him, Ross and Jay, is going to put a lot of spotlight on this particular project, as well as how he's talking in the aftermath of what he's been through. And just like you said, way how he's how he's going about the record, like how he's servicing the record. Right. In light of what he went through, he's more in demand to sit down and talk to. That's a fact. Yeah. I I, I, saw, I, I saw on social media he was like ever since Meek got in that helicopter Every move he's made since then has been right. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Yeah, like he he paid attention and he learned a lot from that situation. Yeah, whoever and it's, it's beneficial to him at this point. And the thing that I'm I'm enjoying, I don't think he's trying to make it beneficial for himself. No, I think he's in the right position. I think whoever his consigliere is, or if he even has one, I, if he does, I know, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Um, but whoever is advising him is moving perfectly. Like, Meek hasn't made a mistake. And even this album, he still has the ratchet songs. He still has songs talking about bitches and money and all that shit. But it's fine. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying? It's not like... 
Yeah, the things the things that we come to know and love meet full. Right. Because a lot of <laughs> the people Rolexes and cars. Yeah, a lot of people are are thinking the album's gonna come out. He's gonna be he's gonna be Karis one all of a sudden. Like he's gonna be preaching on the album. Like, like no, it's still meek, but just some of the content has become more. And I hate to use this term, but woke. <laughs> like he's he's still rapping about the Thirteenth Amendment. He's still rapping about bitches. It's, it's a it's a it's a great it's a great picture of the current urban African American, if I can use that term. You know what I'm saying? It's you not, can. It's not. That's, what he, that's yeah. basically what he did on CNN. Yeah. CNN. It's not all about bitches. It's not all about um being woke. It's it's a comfortable middle that it's a comfortable line that Meek walks through. He's right in the middle of Rolexes and righteousness. <laughs> and I think, I don't think no one does that right now. You People tend to go on one side or the other. Meek has, has found that place in the middle. And I think that works for him. I think that works for him real well. And I think this album is going to be, be, be his best selling album. I don't think that goes without saying. I think everyone knows that this is going to be Meek's best album. But make sure you pick it up. It's in stores or in your phone or wherever you go to pick up music. It's called Champions. Is it, I keep saying the wrong shit. It's Championship, right? Yes, yeah, Championships uh, with an S. With an S. Championships. Make sure you pick it up yeah, on Nation. You got to drag that. You got to drag it. Yeah. Ships. Pick it up on Nation. <laughs> Y'all gonna enjoy it. It's good, solid hip hop. It's, it's something for everybody on it. Now, continuing on, I, I, I got a lot of feedback about my conspiracy theory weight last week with Jay Reed, <laughs> other, otherwise known as Officer Hernandez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Now, I want to tell y'all, it was just a theory. I'm not saying that's what happened. That's what I believe happened. It was a theory. I actually have another theory this week. But we'll get to that. Uh-oh. Yeah, I have another theory. We'll get to that in a second. But I do want to go with what's the new the new breaking news with the Takashi case. Uh, his, his trial is set for September of 2019. Right. So that means he's going to be in jail this entire time. Yeah. Damn. That's ugly. Yeah. That's ugly. Um, earlier this week, a story from a website when that's gonna remain remain anonymous <laughs> have put put out saying that academics, DJ Academics from Everyday Struggle and Internet and all that shit, y'all know him, was the rat, was a snitch, was a government informant. Academics immediately got online and like vehemently denied it. He said it was wildly irresponsible for somebody to report something like that because he's still moving in the streets as much as he's moving. Because, I mean, academics is not in the streets, but, you know, you know, <laughs> but it's just for a for a. And I'm not going to say a reputable news site, because let's face it, if you got time, you can be a news, a hip hop blogger, too. You don't got to be reputable no more. But for someone to put that out there without any proof or evidence, it is wildly irresponsible. And academics say he was going to sue whoever the the site was. Yeah, that's very reckless. That's some that accusation to get get somebody killed. Exactly, exactly. Especially in, he's still in New York. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if if I say that, eh, no big deal. He's in New York. He has to walk through those things. So that's a wild. Yeah, that's- 
that's a wild accusation to make unless you have some evidence. If they have paperwork, then hey, show me the paperwork. But I don't think they did. That's all it's ever been. That's all it's ever been. I think you, they were. You tell me somebody's snitching, show me the paperwork. Exactly. I think they and were if going you off of. It, they ultimately have to give it to you. If your name's on the affidavit, it shows up. Exactly. So. <laughs> I think they were going off of the video um, because it was allegedly said that the video where Takashi was ordering the hit on somebody, the academics had um, recorded it and, and posted it online. He's saying he didn't record it. He did post it because he, he just posts shit, which is a foolish thing to do. But he did do that. I think that was reckless on his part. Definitely. I definitely agree it was reckless. Mm-hmm. That was super reckless. But if you think like I'm posting shit for likes and shit, you know what I'm saying? I can see what he was doing. Oh, yeah. People going to like this. People going to get all the views. It was just reckless. Like, that's just something you don't do. Especially if Takashi yeah, yeah. is your homeboy. I get it that he was trying to, because of his stance and what, quote unquote, he's supposed to, supposed to be at this point, as far as just, you know, reporting things, he was trying to be unbiased, Mm -hmm. but everybody knows because you've said it numerous times. Yeah. Yeah how close you and six nine are like that's that's your man yeah as as he's as he said it so if you're going to take that stance even though you're supposed to be biased about certain things was excuse me unbiased about certain things that's one of those situations where you have to be biased like i'm not ever going to be like, all right, well, Mess is my man, Benny's my man, Bills is my man, and this and the third, woo woo. And one of them catch a case, and I'd be like, well, my job is to report what's going on, so I'm going to put up all of it, whatever's going on. Yeah. Fuck no. That's wild, reckless. Fuck no. If anything, I'm going to curve the, the narrative. Mm-hmm. If I can help it, what I've always done and what what we've done on this podcast, I've always said, "Hey, if I have a relationship with somebody, I tell everybody up front, like, hey, this is da 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 da, and I'm letting y'all know off top, I'm biased. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know people people always say, "Why are you doing that? Just to let y'all know off top, hey, I'm biased right now. <laughs> so there's no confusion. Yeah. Like I, I said it off top always. If if something, like, what, what you say, my brother, my brother may be wrong, but he's still my brother, right? Ex- exactly, exactly. Exactly. I feel. I feel in this in this situation, academics wasn't his brother. I agree. Like that's a fucked up. That that's just you don't put your man out there like that. Like regardless of what's going on behind the scenes, you don't do that. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. That was just a bad move from Ak. And I've heard other people say, well, because Ak is not a street dude, he don't get those things. I don't think you need to be street to understand that. Yeah, that's just principles and morals. That's yeah. just how you was raised. Like, that's not the G-code. We ain't even getting into the G-code. That's a, that's a whole different conversation. But it was 
somewhat disgusting to hear his response on everyday struggle when he when he talked about it. When he was kind of like, yo, I've told everybody that, you know, uh, I just, you know, I'm not out here like that. I'm I'm not with the gang affiliation and this and that. My whole thing is like, look, you don't have to be with certain affiliations to have certain principles and morals. You don't. Exactly. I know many bloods. I know many crips. Do I gangbang? No. Am I going to throw up a set? No. But when I am in the company of those individuals that do that, will I respect? Am I going to put them in a situation or like offer their principles that could ultimately get them hung or killed or put them in a bad situation? No, I'm not. Because I know who I'm around. They knew who they were around. Like, they ultimately know, like, I well, G don't bang. But at the same token, if I'm with them, people are going to automatically assume and identify me with them. So, therefore, I'm informed about what their principles are, how they stand on certain things. I'm not going to put myself or somebody that I say that I, I I fuck with in a situation that will ultimately get them killed or arrested when they, like when shit hit the fan. I'm not going to do that. And that's just principles. That's just morals and principles. You don't, you just don't involve yourself in certain things. Um, Machiavelli, of course, we go. We turn to Machiavelli, um, chapter three, no, verse three, chapter sixteen. He actually had. Hold on, hold on. on. Let me pour this Hennessy and take my communion. (laughs) (laughs) He actually had a line where he says, "I don't give a fuck if you blood or cuss, as long as you got love for thugs." Point blank, period. Bottom line. There you go. We good. And I can always seek Machiavelli in the area of conversation. Believe it. You uh, surgical with that shit. Please believe it. <laughs> please believe it. Um, but yeah, my new theory. Hold on, I have a new theory. Okay. Yeah, please. I've been waiting to hear this. Conspiracy theory. Wait. Here we go. So, and this theory came to me from our cover last week. Uncut Nation, go check out episode ninety-two. You ain't got to listen. Just look at the cover. Look at Takashi's face. Look at his face. That didn't look like a man who was ready, who was about this life. That didn't look like a man that knew the consequences of his actions. That looked like someone who had no idea what the fuck was going on. And talking to other people that I know in certain situations, they're saying the feds have a very strong case. It's been going on for like five years, so this is very real. I think... And I saw this on TV. You you remember old TV shows? I watch a lot of TV. If you remember old TV shows where the criminals would do something and they have to find somebody to take the fall? A patsy. They find a a patsy. patsy. 
Is Takashi a patsy? Look at his face. Go back to that cover. Look at his face. Look at the fear and the uncertainty in his face. Look how they're comforting him like, yo, you got this. You good. You good. Did they set him up the entire time knowing he would take the fall? Look at his face. I've seen criminals before. I've been to court before. I've been through shit before. I've never seen no one that was really in the shit look like that. I will have to agree. Because they, they know. They're like, yeah, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm dirty. I'm whatever, whatever. So it's whatever. He looked like I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Very true. Did they set him up the entire time knowing he would take the fall? Yeah, it's like, it's almost, it's, it's stomach wrenching. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's downright disgusting if, if that's the situation. Because it's like, I've never liked his music for real. But I've respected how he's moved with giving back throughout the time that he's been able to do so. I I saw a video where it was his mom's birthday. I saw the video where he, it was a little girl with cancer. Mm -hmm, I saw that. And yeah, he showed up. Um, it was another video. I can't think of what the circumstances was for the video. But those those type of things to me um, ultimately give a better light of who individuals are. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I didn't care for his music too much. But, bro, like, if that, and and it's, it's sad because now that you bring that theory to light, it does not seem far-fetched. Because you think about, like, you think about the acts of, of, of justice he's done that we're talking about here. Think about those things. And you don't see, and, and not saying, I know some dudes have done some horrible shit to do some really good shit, too. But just... Right. Just look at the way he acts in his videos and stuff. And of course, I'm overanalyzing this. This is all conspiracy theory way. I completely understand that. But just think about that for a second. Lifelong criminals, people that have done horrible shit their whole life. When shit goes bad, they don't look like that. They don't. Yeah, I'm about to say they don't have that expression on their face. That yeah. that's that expression on his face. That's fear. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it looks like. That's ultimate fear and uncertainty. That's what it looks like. I've seen niggas do football numbers walking into the court and will stand up, hold their head up, and look at the judge like they're about to spin in the judge's face because they already know what it is. Exactly. I've seen niggas cuss judges out like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck you going to do? Like I'm yeah, already, like, you know what I'm like I already know I'm in this bitch for life. Like anything that you say at this point is not going to change, you know, the repercussions of what's going to happen once those, once that bar closes behind me. So, but like, like you said, bro, like on that cover, 
that moment, that's all fear on his face. Mm-hmm. Hey, Don Cheadle was a hell of an actor. <laughs> I don't think he can capture that look, though. Yeah, that, that was fear. That was uncertainty. That was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm scared. Like, could it very and, possibly be that they, I'm not going to say targeted him, but once he was cool with them, they was like, hey, we can, he's, he's a rapper. We can just put everything on him. We's with his group. This is his group. He's the leader. Yeah. And everybody start pointing fingers at him. It's his fault. He told me to do this. He did this. Y'all got him on video saying he can put a hit on somebody. It's him. He's the leader. And I think that's, <laughs> that's going to, that's going to be a whole different kind of, that's a, that's a whole different episode, right? We can have a whole episode about that. I'm telling you, and once again, it's just conspiracy. Don't y'all don't take me as saying this is what's happening. It's just the way way he thinks. That just now I'm, I'm rocking with you on that one. Yeah, his face just doesn't seem like that of big blood. You know. And then there was an incident today. This was breaking news today. That and let me pull this up while I'm while I'm talking about this on my trust handy dandy laptop here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a handy dandy laptop uh, there was a breaking incident happened earlier today when I was on the way to the studio um, that some or some bloods um, no some crips like G checked him as they said it <laughs> they actually put G checked him they G checked him in the, in the jail yeah. that's what they said I'm about to pull it up right now um, yeah. reported by the source I believe it was I've seen that happen I've seen it happen. Benny G checked a nigga. <laughs> it's funny. Benny is like one of the most humble niggas that I know. But it's certain things you can't do and can't get checked for. I'll never forget that shit. We pulled up in front of a corner store and the nigga was standing outside the door of the corner store. And his flag was his flag was swinging. And Benny just looked. And I was just like, yo, you all right? He's like, yeah, but I got to go do something. Like, yo, everything cool. Like, I'm looking. Now, at this point, I'm looking around because I don't bang. I don't. But the way Benny went about it was still respectable. He pulled up on him, asked him to set, talked to him, G checked him. Uh, you can't just. Uh, it got to a point where some people felt like it was just fashionable mm-hmm. to, you know, be a blood or a crib or. The gangbang, it, it was fashionable. That fashionable, my niggas, is, is not. That's, that's, that's a culture in itself. That's a lifestyle. Exactly. And when you're in it, you're in it. Don't, don't act like... Don't act like it's, a, it's like, oh, the new Jays came out and I'm a, I'm a rock D. No, it's not that. It's a commitment. 
to a lot of people, whether you have met them or not, it's a commitment to mm-hmm. a lot of people. A lot of people have died, and, died over that. You know? Exactly. And if you are not ready to be solidified and committed to that, that shit will get you fucking killed. Facts. <laughs> so I have the story here. Um, here we go. Takashi Six Nine just surpassed the two week mark behind bars. According to TMZ, his time in jail has been riddled with tension. His affiliation with the Nine Trey Bloods gang has made him an easy target. Several Crips have reportedly G checked or gangster checked Six Nine as he awaits his next hearing. They actually put that gangster checked. Um, law enforcement sources said one particular incident occurred on November nineteenth, shortly after he was arrested on racketeering charges. During the intake, an alleged Crip gang member confronted 6ix9ine to establish who was in charge. He allegedly told the controversial rapper he would have been attacked if the authorities hadn't intervened. One of 6ix9ine's attorneys confirmed the 22-year-old was being threatened in jail. However, he was not scared, nor did he request to be removed. He's facing life in prison. Life. That, I'm not gonna name the site because it was an uncut magazine not net. But um, yeah, <laughs> shameless love, shameless. Uh, but yeah, yeah, fam, that happened. So things are gonna develop as we move on to this trial date. His trial date is September 4th, I believe it was September. Let me go back. September 4th, 2019. We're gonna get more right. information. It's, it's a whole year it's from a, now. Yeah, <laughs> a lot's gonna change from now to then. Yeah, it's a whole year. This is this is this should be a cautionary tale to a lot of people. But I got a feeling it's not going to be. It's not, because if it if it was, then he wouldn't have been in the situation because there's been numerous situations prior to this. You reach right. all of them, like. I mean, the latest, and, and we talked about it last week, and it's not like it, but you should have could have learned the whole Bobby Schmurter situation. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying Bobby Schmurter, that should have been a cautionary tale, but it's still people doing the same thing. So I hope I hope people start paying attention that police are not playing. Like, the feds are not playing. You do all that flashing. The shit that's fucked up. As far as the difference between him and Schmurter, all the Schmurter charges was before Schmurter got popular, before he got to rapping. Right. They waited on Schmurter after he got famous. They figured they could include more people, as the story goes. But either way, bottom line is watch who you got around. Like, be cautious. Of who you allow in your circle. Point blank, period, bottom line. If you are not of those actions, don't pretend to be. If you are uncertain of people's narrative or or their objective, leave it alone. It's not fucking worth it. We are way past the aspect of, oh, you whack, you are corny. 
Like, we are way past the, well, I would hope. Let me say that. Let me say that. Let me clarify. Because I'm, I'm not of that generation anymore. I would hope we are past the point where somebody can be like, Oh, nigga, you corny, you don't want to rock with us, you don't want to go to the store and steal this thing. That the... I hope we are past that. I would like to think we are, but you never know, you know? Exactly. Like, I'm not I'm not in that age bracket anymore that somebody's trying to convince me to go to the store and steal something. But I, I legit hope we are past that. And if not, which which your conspiracy theory, we wait. Uh, this is a prime example of how that shit goes wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Because I've seen pictures of Takashi before he was Takashi. I've seen pictures of Daniel Hernandez. You know what I'm saying? Before he did all that stuff to himself, and he looks like a regular young man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the old folks say, yeah. he's a, he's a nice young man. Something <laughs> something changed. You know what I mean? Something changed. But, you know, um it'll play itself out. I wanna say I get my blessings and I hope everything works out, but it's not gonna work out. It's the feds. When the feds want you, my uncle told me this a long time ago, and he's never been wrong. <laughs> when the feds want you, they gonna get you. They can? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get you. They're gonna make One shit up just to get you. One way or another, you on the hook for that. Is is no getting off. Is no once they got you, it's no getting off of that. The only person in my, in my lifetime that ever escaped the feds was Irv Gotti, <laughs> and he never he didn't really escape. He lost Murder Inc. If you think about it, he just ain't getting well, jail time. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk Ti in that regard too. That's that's true, but that's a, another situation too that we yeah. we alluded to yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but let's continue on with the rundown here because we we we've, we've like we're almost an hour in the show. We haven't even finished half the shit. So, <laughs> uh, Cardi B, um, is having a wonderful year. I don't think anybody's having a better 2018 than Cardi B. Well, maybe Meek, but he did. Who's in jail? So yeah. <laughs> She said she still got me. Yeah. Uh she's been she's on the cover of this this week's issue of Entertainment Weekly as one of the entertainers of the year. So salute to Cardi. Like I said earlier, we all root for Cardi. I don't I can't find no one that doesn't like Cardi for a legitimate reason. Yeah, for a legitimate reason. You can. Most people be like, oh, I don't like her because it is because of the whole Nikki thing. You know, it's the Nikki Cardi side. They have that issue. But like most yeah, people. Nikki don't like Cardi. But, <laughs> so it's always somebody who don't like But most people like, most people I know root for Cardi. Like they want, they want us to see her do well. And I'm glad. I, I, I like to see people do well. And I, I, we've seen her story. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with me. And I said this earlier. We want to see them do well. We support them. We root for them. So, salute to Cardi and keep doing what you're doing. Heard a new album's coming soon, and we'll see. Uh, Netflix, oh man, just dropped the trailer for the new documentary, um, Who Killed Jam Master J? comes out December 7th. Uh, it's, it's, it's really dope. I would love to play it for y'all, but 
we it's on Netflix. Y'all can't see it. <laughs> it's a trailer. You know, you can't see it. Uh, but it's really dope. Definitely check it out. I miss some interviews and some it's kinda if you into things like that, Discovery ID, um First Forty Eight, stuff like that. It's really, really good. All right, you said you've seen the tra- trailer before? Yeah. What did you think of the trailer? Was it was it watching the trailer did it make you like, oh yeah, I want to watch this? No. You didn't you didn't like the trailer? Mm-mm. Um <clears throat> we're talking about this Netflix trailer. Yeah, the Netflix trailer. No, because I feel like they should have done interviews. Like, how are you going to make a whole documentary without the other half? Yeah, we talked about that earlier. You, do, you don't interview Run. You don't interview DMC. It's, it's really... And unless they have an answer to the murder case, it's going to be like one of those cold case episodes that they never solved. Exactly. I was just about to say that. It's kind of it's like that. They're presenting all the evidence and they want people to, like, help. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be entertaining as far as something to watch on Netflix, but man, you should respect a man and give him more than that. I agree with that. He was a big person in hip hop. I think you should respect a man more than that. Give him a little something more than just some bullshit show that, you know, is not going to be finished. And I think, I think it's nothing we haven't, we already don't know. Like if you follow the whole JMSJ situation, it's a bunch of things we already know. It's just like for me, I'm just into stuff like that, so I want to see it. But yeah. I do agree with you. I think um, it's not presenting no new evidence, and I don't want to say it's it's capitalizing off of his death because you know you can't. It's not really selling it, but it's like getting that attention, that impact that I always talk about. They're trying to get. Mm. I just wish it was more. Like I said, I do think you you can't talk about JMSJ without talking about Run DMC, and I yeah. think they should have been involved in the process. I do agree with you on that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that doesn't make sense. Anytime you do anything with him, and of course Jay did a bunch of other things besides run DMC, but yeah, but now nowadays, I hate to say it like this, the trailers are better than the movies. <laughs> a lot of times you're right, especially when it comes to like comic book movies and stuff like that. The trailers are awesome, and you see the movie, you're like, oh wow, this is not. Like, yeah, every... it's like the fuck, like all those biopics. I, some of those biopics, their trailers would be like, oh, shit, that's going to be dope. And you look at it like, come on, son, for real. Yeah, whoever's making the trailers for Hollywood is doing an excellent job. They need to start making the movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoever made the trailers, you make the movie. You make the movie like the old trailer. Right. Um, but it is coming on Netflix. I know everybody always saying they want something on Netflix to watch. That's on Netflix December 7th. Um, so if y'all want to check that out. Uh, it's called it's called the murder of Jam Master Jail. What is it called? I have to pull it back up one second. That's a fucking horrible title. Yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. Who killed Jam Master J? That's what it's called. Okay, that's that's a little. Yeah, but how are you gonna title it? Who killed Jam Master J? If you don't know. That's that. That's what I've been wondering the entire time. Hey, I ain't. I ain't even want to speak on that. That it hasn't been solved. So how can you present it? Well, I guess you know theories and it's so on. It's one of so those forth, misleading but, topics. Yeah. 
that's why I'm kind of what what on it. It's like, well, where are you going to go with this? Yeah, because when you read that, you want to see, like, okay, who killed him then? Tell me who killed him. Yeah. Right. And I, is this I a documentary? Is this like a is this like an episode thing? Is this like a, you know, like a, a a movie where it's an hour and a half? Or is this like 20 minute episodes where you get his friends and family to say shit? That's a good question. I think it's I think that's probably what it is. Wait, is that what it is from the trailer that you seen? Yeah, it's saying it's a series. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not too thrilled about yeah. that. I mean, so it's, everybody, it's something to watch. Fighting out their their theories or you know trying to connect the dots themselves, ultimately with no conclusion. And I'm not with that. I mean, if you love hip-hop, of course, you're going to watch it because it's hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's good to watch, like, you know, when you got a snack, you ain't got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. But let me pull up something on Netflix. But other than that, it's not like, oh, snap, let me delve into hip-hop real quick. Yeah. This is exactly what I'm going to watch. It's not like like celebrating his life. It's talking about his death. Right. So I feel what you're saying. And the it's thing not like is, a tribute. I guess the thing that's so tragic about that situation is, like, is Jam Master J like? What did he ever do <laughs> that rubbed somebody the wrong way? Well, to the point he wanted to kill him. I've heard that, that that just still throws me. I've heard different theories about it, and I guess that's a whole other topic for another day. But I've heard it was like a mistaken identity. Like people people thought it was somebody else, which I don't understand. It's Jam Master J. You were in New York. You were in his studio. It was in How you his don't studio. Know. Exactly. How you don't know it's him. <laughs> <laughs> You're in his studio. How you don't know it's him. Um, but it is what it is. Um, but like I said, it's on Netflix December 7th. If you're looking for something to watch, you want to Netflix and chill with your boo. <laughs> I don't know if she want to watch that, but they, there you go. I'm about to say it's winter season. You know? Uh... I want to briefly talk about, I guess I have to bring this up because it's West Coast. Raz Cass responds to Jordan Lucas. It's called Smoke Break. Check it out. I it's, heard it. It's Raz Cass. I mean, the bars are there. It's Raz Cass. It's, it's Raz Cass. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. Certain people you hear a song from, you're like, oh, yeah, it's dope. I don't got to hear the song. Like, yeah. When Hove drops a song, you're like, oh, yeah, it's Hove. Nas? Oh, yeah, it's Nas. When you say Raz Cass is battling somebody, oh, it's Raz Cass. <laughs> it's Raz Cass. Very true. Like I think a lot of his bars went over niggas' head. I, I, but it's Raz Cass. <laughs> it's like, that's the punchline. It's Raz Cass. <laughs> it's like, it's going to happen. That's Raz Cass. <laughs> I mean, it's Raz Cass. I, I can't, and I'm a huge Raz Cass fan, if you don't know. Uh, mm. West Coast shit. Uh, if you don't know Raz Cass, then I can't expound on it for you. And I apologize. I'm not being that good of a host because it's Raz Cass. That's like the punchline to everything. <laughs> like, it's Raz Cass. Nothing else to say, but like, it's Raz. It's Raz Cass. Like, what the fuck? What do you want me to say? It's like, yeah, it's like if you're watching basketball, oh, dude scored 50 points. Dude, it's Jordan. Of course, he's, it's Jordan. What do you, it's Jordan. And not saying Raz is Jordan, but it's Raz Cass. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not surprising <laughs> at the abilities of this individual. It's Raz. It's Raz. This man had an album called Raz Assassination. Like, it's Raz Cass. <laughs> and I, I get the mainstream media don't give a fuck about Raz Cass, but shit. 
I do. It's Razzcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny part, bro. I can't remember the last time I heard the nigga name until then, until until now, because of this situation. And and the funny thing, and this is just a, a bit of Razzcast trivia. Did you know? Oh shit! Did you know his baby mama was Tierra Marie? Dun dun dun. Didn't know that? You didn't know? Ah, uh, yes. He has twins with Tierra Marie. I did not. He has. So I wonder how he felt about the picture. Exactly. What well, I don't know what I don't I can't remember what episode it was. Hold on. I'm about to put it up. Y'all go back to um episode What episode was that? We talked about that. Uh it was episode she's on the cover for that episode. Exactly. If you have no idea what we're talking about right now, go back to episode 76 and you'll figure it out. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, I distinctly remember in that episode when we were talking about it, I was like, yo, her stock went up. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Without question. But that's his baby mama. They have twins. And they rap. The wow. Twins. And the boys rap. Wow. Yeah, that's ugly. That's ugly. Like, but you can't, uh, how do you defend that? You can't. How, can how you do a, you defend that? Like, could you imagine? In any, in any altercation, somebody is going to bring that up. Exactly. So they have to rap a certain way so they don't get altercations. You understand? They can't. They can't do the the hard shit because if they get an altercation, that's coming out. It's just like um, Superhead son. His dad is Cool G Rap. Yeah, that that shit fucked me up when I found that shit up. But if you get an altercation, that's coming out. <laughs> that's going to yeah. be an issue. <laughs> but we're getting off topic. The diss is, is tremendous. <laughs> How, however, I don't think Jordan's going to respond because he hasn't responded yet, first off. He um, can't. He can't. But, and I understand. It's Razzcast. I mean, when people talk about West Coast lyricism, there's three things, three names they always show up. They'll say Corrupt, who's the OG father of West Coast MCs. They'll say Exhibit for some reason, which I get it, okay. And Razz Cass. Exhibit. Look, I'm about to say, bro, like, I ain't, I ain't from that side, but the way Exhibit put words together, like, you can't deny that. Like, at some point, Exhibit got corny. And I think that's because he was trying to capitalize on newfound success and trying to extend his reach. Mm -hmm. And he just went about it the wrong way that ultimately made him look corny. But when it comes to those bars, yeah, Exhibit rap. I don't don't understand. I don't take nothing from Exhibit. It's just there's some some West Coast shit about that. You know what I mean? I I I would say corrupt. I would say corrupt, crooked, and razz. That's what I would say. If I was if I was naming the best West Coast lyricists of all time, that's my top three: corrupt, crooked, and razz. And I'm a corrupt stand. So there you go. Well, crooked shit, corrupt. And crooked at is the seed of corrupt. At this point, because what crooked does, I might be inclined to argue that he's over corrupt. And I understand that argument. The only reason I put crooked under corrupt is because crooked is a seed of corrupt. He's an offspring of corrupt. First exactly. Of, 
You know, and and the student can never be greater than the teacher. <laughs> so that's why I put crooked I've under never, crooked. I've never agreed with that phrase because ultimately any teacher's goal is to make their student better than them. It should be a teacher's goal, but not all teachers are like that. Well, I've never seen corrupt not be that, like, present himself as that way. Right. Because when, when, when it was going on and Snoop, him, and all the rest of the OGs came out and gave uh, Kendrick the torch. That's that's fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he didn't present himself as oh I'm better than this little young nigga or this and that. He's like nah, it's his time. My thing was corrupt. He, he gave me the nod that he learned from me. Yeah, he's he's another offspring of corrupt. My thing with corrupt is corrupt for me, and this is me growing up during that time period in California. The first the first dude I heard that could rap like. East Coast artists or, or gaining respect from East Coast artists was was, was the multi lyricism. You know what I'm saying? The uh, multi syllable lyricism was corrupt. Yeah. Was corrupt. Yeah. And corrupt still does it. Like some of my favorite songs in life are corrupt songs. So for me, he's always the OG. When it talks, when you talk about West Coast lyricism, corrupt is the OG. And you, I know you can put in Cube, but it's a different type of lyricism. It's a different type of MCing. Cube's one of my top five MCs of all time, but Y'all, they can crucify me in the comments for this. Cube is not a lyricist. Cube is more of an MC. Exactly. Like Karis One. Karis One is not a lyricist. But he's an MC. He's an MC. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I, I totally get you there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Cube is one okay. of my top five MCs of all time. So, I'm not taking nothing away from Cube. Cube is one of my top five. And that's most people don't give Cube that credit. But you got to give him that credit. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm not going to give you <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm not going to. Hey, he's one of my top five. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Um, and I, before we get out of here, I want to talk about the, um, I think we talked about this last show. Um, 808s and Heartbreaks. Um, it's reached, it's, was it the 15-year anniversary, I believe it was? Or was it I think so. I thought it was 10. It was 10? <clears throat> that sounds, that it, sounds it, a little better. It's 10, 10 to 10. Okay, so to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of Kanye's 808s and Heartbreaks, they're doing a tribute tour. Is that what we're calling it, a tribute tour? I guess you can call it that. Tell um, Uncarnation about the tour. Um, the tour is supposed to hit about 15 cities, um, including New York, Boston, Atlanta, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, um, before they hit San Francisco. So Locust Artists uh, will... Sorry, local artists will be chosen from each city to perform the album in its entirety. Um, <clears throat> Yusuf said any musicians have ability to be a part of the tour as musical acts will be curated through an open application audition. Each artist or group will perform songs from the 808s and Heartbreaks album in their own style, paying tribute to Kanye West Originals tracks. The final performances will be selected by fans in each city through an online voting process. I think that's going to be dope. I think it's going to be pretty dope. I wish it were coming here. Right. <laughs> you know, I would love to interview as well, Malik Yusuf, right? Who's yeah. behind the whole thing. I would love to sit down and talk to him. And, you know, I don't like doing interviews, but I would like to sit down and talk to him about the process. And um, and as far as Kanye has given his blessing for it to, to go on, I've, I've read that Kanye was cool with it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's dope. Um, if you're in one of the cities mentioned, 
go and you're mus- musically talented, or even if you're close to one of those cities mentioned, this could be a good break for you. Try out because you never know what could come at, come of it, you know. Especially if you know the whole album, you know, and then you do it your own way. What? And I'm sure, I'm sure Kanye's gonna show up to one of these shows. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not all of them, but at least one of them. You think so? I'm sure they do a show in L.A. Right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Or Chicago. They he's gonna be in one of these shows. True. He it just be. it just makes sense. And anything I know about Kanye, he does things that you expect to do. Besides the whole mega shit, mm. um, like he follows a certain pattern, and I think this fits that pattern. I just got what you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Besides that shit, uh, but this fits that pattern. Mm. Um, but check it out. Is is there a website to it or somewhere they can enroll for it or something? Um, do do. do. Sorry, we're gonna back up. You're fine. I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. Well, Google it. Check it out. 808s and Heartbreaks Anniversary Tour. Um, I think it'd be really dope. I think it'd be really dope. And if you, hey, if you're into it, let us know. We'll 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 check you out. We'll maybe some oh, backstage Lord. passes. I can't. You know, give us a pass. Niggas suck, me. Niggas. <laughs> 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 Now, I will say it's been a, a lot of music came out, G. So what do you have streaming for us this week? Man. We talked about... Uh, everybody already know when it's streaming. Of course, me is streaming. Right. We all do that. Uh, what else I got? Uh, B.A. the Great Cross Town. Lyrical... Uh, excuse me. Uh, lyrical... Lyrica... It's how she pronounces her yeah, name. Lyrical from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to that. Uh, Denali, the pain. Ghostface got two different projects out. All for the Ghost Files. It's Propane Tank and another one. I can't think of the other name. Mm. Uh, Pee Wee Longway. I know the name sounds funny. No, I know. I know you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, state of the art. Uh little baby I'm gonna finally give the little nigga a shot. <laughs> Look, I, I listen the fucked up part is I g I guess people feel I'm biased. I'm not biased. I'm I'm really not. I give niggas a shot. If your shit suck, your shit suck. But you're better than me because if your shit suck once, I'm not listening to you ever again. Like you, you'll suck yeah. once and you might check it out the next time. I'm like, nah, fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm but done see, for life. I've, never, I've never listened to a little baby project. Okay. So it was just, it was an event that I was at, and a song came on, and one group of people was talking about his song. While another group of people were trying to understand his song, <laughs> that and about right. the people who were trying to understand his song was like, "Oh, so he calls himself Little Baby? Is he gonna cry on the track?" And literally after that was said, he cried on the track. He did love, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and everybody just bust out laughing. So it just kind of stuck out of my head. Anyway, I'm getting <laughs> off topic. <laughs> so, 
I'm giving that a shot. Uh, crit. Mm, yes. Double yes. down. Yes, yes. And I feel like I feel sad to say that I'm I'm having to listen to this album because I don't feel like the previous album before this was fully digested. But you know, that's you got to go with the times. Yeah, that's that's um, the time. Yeah, exactly. That's the times we're in. Yeah. Um. Earl sweatshirt. Mm. Some rap songs. Uh, I got it. Uh, Parliament, Medicaid fraud dog. Mm-hmm. I'm. I've never really listened to her music, so I'm gonna take a shot this time. Macy Gray, Ruby. Oh, Macy Gray. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I've never really listened to a Macy Gray project, so I'm gonna give it a shot. You know, I always confuse her and Khalees. How? I don't know how. For them, I always confuse Macy Gray and Khalees. I don't know why. It's just something about them two are similar to me. In because my, both of head. them had the natural hair as, around the same I, w- I would hate if that be the reason. but Because I, I know <laughs> people like that. But for some reason, them two are so similar to me. Like when you just said Macy Gray then, a picture of Khalees popped in my head. But I know Khalees. Like I'm like, that's Khalees. Yeah, I'm about to say, don't do that because you don't fuck the wrong one. Please don't do that. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do that to Esco. That's Esco baby mama. Come on, man. Hey, look. Shit happened. <laughs> as much as I respect him, I don't know him. <laughs> hey, that's my man. I can't. <laughs> we, ain't ne- we ain't never play in the sandbox together. I don't owe that nigga nothing. <laughs> I can't. Hey, look. As disrespectful as it's is going to sound to some people. I'm a fan of his art. I appreciate him. I've never shaken that man's hand, looked him in the eye. We ain't never played in the sandbox. I don't owe that man nothing. I will fuck his... I will fuck Khalid. Oh, man. I can't do it. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what? I'm yeah. not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> normally... No, I have that rule about if I... Like, if I know you, then I won't touch you. You know what I'm saying? But there are but some... There are some people... Point. That's the point. No, I have the same rule. Me and me and my fellas have the same rule. Like, if you were ever in love with her, it was, and we really getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. We're way everywhere. <laughs> but legit, like, if you've ever had any type of emotional attachment to that woman, I will never touch her. But I don't know Esco in that. In that capacity, so I can't honor uh, an agreement among men with a man that I've never met. And that makes sense. What you're saying is very logical. However, I'm talking about some illogical shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, this is so off topic. My God, it uh, is. It is okay. Like, for example, let me think of somebody. I can't think of nobody right now. I can't think of nobody. Okay, boom. Okay, boom. I got you. Corrupt. Corrupt's my homie, right? I don't know Corrupt. Never met Corrupt in my life, but I'm a big fan of his work, right? Because uh-huh. because of that, like Foxy Brown's off limits. 
know. <laughs> to, to me, in my head, that's how it works. Like, I'm a big fan of him. You know what I'm saying? And in my head, we would be cool. So because of so, that... So if Foxy threw you the pussy... Like, Fox, I can't do it. If Fox is like... It's, it's just you and Fox. It's, just, it's no cameras, no nothing. Nobody knows that y'all together, secluded, whatever. And Fox is and a she, beautiful sister. Then she throw you the pussy. You ain't gonna take it. I can't do it. It's like a violation to me. You are a very reputable dude. Like you don't you already looking at me like you crazy. You don't you don't think that's a, a good thing, Ari? No. <laughs> hey, you fucking? I'm fucking. I don't know that nigga. I'm just saying. I don't know that nigga. That nigga don't know me. I'm strong as fuck. I'm just like who fuck who. Listen, after after I fuck, I'm disappearing. So it's not like I'm gonna you know be there anyway. He ain't gonna know I did it. I'm just. I'm irrelevant. I don't even make a lot of money. (laughs) It's just the. I'm 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 in the wind after that. I'm I'm disappearing. Ain't nobody gonna. All she doing is making niggas' dreams come true. That's it. I'm she bad. just being a fairy and oh, shit. That's hey. it. Let her be a fairy, Wade. Let her be a fairy. Listen, shit. Listen. <laughs> and, and listen, and we're having this conversation in jest and no disrespect to Foxy or none of that shit. It's just, I'm just saying no. for me, in my head, like, Fox will call me right now. Like, Wade, come through. And she knows she's sweet at Jamaican and shit. But whatever, right? And I'm like, Fox, Bruh. I can't. She I'm peaked can't, that, I'm she speak that Patswa shit over here thing. talking about some next shit. I'm, I'm coming. Like, Fox, What's up? I can't, baby. I don't. I can't. <laughs> like, that's my OG. No. Yo. Man, fuck look, all that shit. I'm speaking the dope. I'm speaking the King's English. I am on Z-Way, not the way. <laughs> Z-Way. Z-way. <laughs> I will tell you, though, there is an exception to that rule that I won't say on air. I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> but there is an yeah. exception to that rule. <laughs> oh, you mean Joe Scott and she's booed up? Oh, nah, nah, oh. Alicia Keys. Nah. <laughs> nah, like, nah, it's like I can't really it's think. Me. Like, um, I'm trying to think of another example that people would know. Um, Jada. Nah, not Jada. Because you don't look at Jada like that. Jada's like Jada. Yeah, who don't? Who don't? Jada is who Jada. I've been wanting to fuck Jada since a different oh world. Who God. does? Exactly. <laughs> that's, listen, that's double he violation well for, for me. the show. That's double because look, that's Pac and Will. That's such a violation. I can't do that. Hey, look, look, look. Hey, look. At the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, Will is sharing, bro. Oh, no, um, Will is not. Will said woman, that he's not. A woman Bullshit. wants what she wants. <laughs> it's like it's like Faith Evans, Who right? Faith. Like, like, okay, ooh, it's a good topic. We're, we're way over time. Good topic. Okay, like, Faith and Stevie J got married. Shit. Faith and Stevie J got married, right? Now, yeah, Faith is Big's... weird. Yeah. See? Faith is Big's ex-wife. Stevie J produced on Big's albums. That's like a... I don't think it, I don't think it was weird because of how they met. I just thought it was weird because of them two... Being weird. That's that's a good yeah, it's not it's not because oh, you produce his albums and that's his wife, like nah, that didn't strike me as weird. It was just like that's just fun. It's just uh, to me it's it's just like a it's just a violation for me. Like if I don't know, like if 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 something happened with me and somebody and later on like, oh yeah, I used mess with such and such. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, too late now. 
But if I know ahead of time, like, yeah, that's my ex. Oh, I can't do that. Shit. That's my homeboy. All right, so I'll, pre- I'll present this question as a hypothetical. Here we go. <laughs> if you choose to answer, you know, on air, so be it. But it's just a hypothetical for you and Uncut Nation, you know, the words of Jesus. Uh, uh, ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you were to leave this earth. Mm. Knock on wood. <laughs> exactly. Let's pause for the cost, isn't it? Right. Before leaving, would you feel more comfortable with the love of your life being with one of the guys in your circle that you already know and trust because you know what type of man they are versus her just out here willy-nilly trying to figure it out and find somebody else. Now, I understand what you're saying. I would say, and this is an odd question, but I would say that if that's what made her happy, and of course I know the person, you know what I'm saying? So I would say I'm, 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 I'm not fine with it, but I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. Like, hey, that's what makes you happy, and I want to see you happy, then be happy. I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? I'm, go- I'm gone. Yeah, it's, it's no coming back. Like, you, you're you in a place that it's no coming back from. It's not like you're doing... Not even that. Let's say I get, like, like 50, like, double life sentences or some shit. I'm never coming... I'm never going to be free again. My thing... I don't, look, I, I guess I'm naive in that regard. If you... If you... Regardless of what your sentence is, there's... There's always... Some chance of a of you coming home. Not if you get like them football numbers. Like if you like you kill like cops or some shit. Like you kill like five cops. That sounds like some weird shit. If I kill like five cops, <laughs> then I'm never gonna I'm never, I'm never gonna be right, free again. Right, right. Hey, hey, what's this? Look, all right. So the last two songs that I had. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. Now I will. Trey let's just move on. Look, look. Trey Songz got two new projects out. He got one called mm-hmm. Twenty Eight, one called Eleven. And and my guy, somebody I'm really rooting for at this point is Jid. Yeah, Jid. Yeah, yeah. He got uh, DiCaprio two out. So that's that's what's streaming. A, mm. please give the song of the week because. A, Wade about to find himself in a whole lot of trouble. Listen, listen, I'm, I'm going to say um, the Trey Songz album, the double, it's a double CD, 1128. It's his birthday. I downloaded it this morning. I haven't had a chance to check it out, though. Um, he, was all, he was all about one day. He was all about one day. That's crazy. And um, the J.I.D. Project, I've listened to it. I heard it once. I haven't sat down and listened to it, but it sounds like good music. Um, I hear a lot of people on the yeah. internet talking about it. The thing that put the spotlight on it, I've been fucking with Jid for a minute, but the thing that really put the spotlight on it and that's become, unfortunately, clickbait is when he said Dreamville is competing with TDE. But, I mean, they are. They should be. But 
in today's yeah. Like like what you like what you say they should be. So it was just a subconscious understanding. Like it's just like everybody's like Cole and Kendrick are competing. They have neither. They have never said we're competing. Right. They've never spoken on each other. They've done work together. They've never said, like, I'm trying to be better than him. It's never been that blatant. Everybody has always either wanted them to battle or to do a joint project. It's one of the two. Because of the caliber of artists that they are and how they go about their music and how passionate they are, ultimately they're going to get pitted against each other. What Jid did was take away all of the tension during his interview with uh I'm not gonna say the I'm not gonna say the publication's name. It's not Uncut Magazine down there. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately he was just like, yo, we're competing with them. I feel like everybody take they, everybody take themselves too serious. He was like, it just, I, I enjoy their music. They tough. And Dreamville, we need to step it up. Mm. And, that's, and that's basically what it was. Like, ultimately, that's all he wants to do is just enjoy music and rap. You can't be mad at him for that. You can't be mad at him for that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to check that project out. So, Ari, what do you have for us in the terms of melodious sounds vibrate through your speaker that sound like a slice of heaven if you believe in that type of thing. Mm, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> the girl that I am featuring this week, she is 22 out of New Orleans. New Orleans. No, shut up. Um, she's really her. big on uh, SoundCloud. Her name is... Now, hopefully, I'm saying this right. It looks like Ombre Perkins. That's what it, it definitely looked like. Yeah, we'll go with that. If not correct, hit us up. Let us correct it. Yeah, I'll definitely correct it if need be. But the song this week is Ombre Perkins. And the song is called 90s Love. This is Ombre Perkins with 90s Love.
That was Ombre Perkins with 90s Love. 90s Love. I like the vibe. It was a little short, though. Yeah, I mean, it was only three minutes. It was a good vibe, though. I like that. I like that. I like to hear some more more stuff from her. Yeah. Sounded really good. Sounded really... um. You know I end up doing two or three songs with one artist, so it'll yeah, be... Yeah. I'm she'll sure be in the rotation. I'm sure we'll hear more uh, <laughs> Ombre, <laughs> and hopefully you'll let us know if that's the correct spelling of your name. I'd be so mad it'd be something simple like Amber. Yo, I'd be pissed. Like, yo, what's the extra E for with the apostrophe, though? It's just Amber. But, yeah, shout out to you. Uh, Shout out to you. And that was, that's it. Episode 94 is done. 94. Giving y'all a little extra. You know, normally we do an hour. We've done um, a little bit more. Hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) We always do a little bit more. I will let y'all know we have something coming. We'll have some things coming up this month of December because episode 100 is coming up January. So we have some things coming up this month to make sure we do that. <laughs> uh, episode 100 Part is going to be really major. Uh, we appreciate y'all for getting us to 100 episodes. That's a big deal. Uh, shout out to all our supporters out there. Um, social media manager. Everybody hit me up. Inbox me. Y'all do it every Sunday, um, every Monday, or every time the, the show drops. People inbox us. And leave they'll comments. inbox me as the show is going on. Like sometimes I gotta be like, "Huh? What are you talking? Huh? Exactly. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. These are the problems. But they I don't do that, do that on the actual page. Me on social media. Nobody fucks with me on social. Everybody follows you. Everybody you. follows you. That is bullshit. I don't have the issue. Don't nobody follow me. They use it like everybody follows you. No, they everybody do say, not. Hey, look, 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 hey, cut this shit, yo. <laughs> yo, I had <laughs> cut nuh-uh. it, yes. No. You know what they follow me? Hey, can I be on your show? No, fucker. That's what they follow me. I mean, at <laughs> least you get that. I don't even get no follow button. You get all that stuff. I don't want to hear that shit. They nah. always follow light skinned hey, girls. Fuck nah. out of here. I'm not, I'm telling you. Anyway. Your, your there's no RA fan right. base. Uh, it's, I, I bet you if I look hard enough, there's probably a, a, an Ari fan page on Facebook. <laughs> there is not <laughs> no Ari, Ari fan, fan page. <laughs> I'd be weak uh, if there was. Yeah, look, I prom- yep, I'm with Wade on that. There's an Ari fan group on Facebook. Whatever. Y'all some haters. I promise that. Anyway, that's episode 94, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. in the mic. I know, right? It was all unprofessional to me. I'm horrible. It's a horrible show. It's been a long day, y'all. It's been a long week for me. Y'all have no Look, idea. No, we speaking truth. A got all the followers, all the fans, all the listeners. Yeah, nah. They, they, they hit me up talking about A. No, they don't. Exactly. <laughs> they be like, oh, she needs to talk more. I want to hear her. Oh, Lord. When should get her own Maybe podcast? Nah. Hey, they be wanting to know, yo. They, they, they legit be wanting to know. Everybody loves Ari. Oh, Lord. That's cool. That's my part of the show, though. The TV title. 
it's a series now. That's what it is, right? Which is unapologetically a always love a. <laughs> <laughs> but that is episode ninety four of the Words Away podcast. We will see y'all next week. We got anything else? We don't even. It's no point on social media anymore. Y'all know us by now. It's a hundred episodes. We hundred episodes in, y'all. You know we are. Shit. Go to the page. Words away. Shit. Look, you can't do that. That's 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 A's favorite part of the show. No, I'm do, the favorite part is the whole all, as always thing. Because I, I was looking at him like nigga. I no, know do you that. ain't finna take that shit. No, I'm like no, you look, finna get fought up in here. I'm about to say for my undisclosed location, we not about to skip over that because you. Like, it'll kill you. No, we're going to do that. I just was like, we're not going to give out the social like, media. Like, when we did skip over it, which y'all don't know is after the show had ended, we had to say it because it felt a, so out of place. Like, she's the such fuck. a sport, baby. Yes, I am. I'm the first lady to fuck. No, I I'm just saying that. the social media because if you just go to our page and we say that with Words of Wade, you can go to our page and find all of us. It's right there. Just go to Words of Wade on Twitter, on Man, Instagram, they don't on even everything. go find us. We got to put the link up. Then they click it. That's true. They'll do it. They'll be all right. But anything else we got? They search you. Oh, you you. a lie. They search you. I promise they search you. Yeah, it's time to get out of here so I can get some chicken and cookies. Yeah, I got cooked. Oh, my kids. That's a hell of a combination, (laughs) all right? That's a hell of a combination. Chicken and cookies. (laughs) Look, all right. So you heard it here, folks. Uncut Nation. If a restaurant ever opens and it's chicken and cookies, it's you me. Out of here first. That's a fact. <laughs> We're chilling. Yeah. So, anything else when we get out of here? Nah. All right. I can go on and on, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as always. As always. As always. You may agree with what we said. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with what we say. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, one thing you can agree with is. We... What? What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. We catch y'all on the next show. Chia, chia, chia. I can't with you, yo. I can't. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade. <laughs>